1: All right, now on to Manly. Okay, just looking at some key stats here. Tackle breaks, 13th. um, Errors, 9th. So all of their stats, really middle of the road. Where they were the best line breaks was 8th. I think that has a lot to do with DCE. Um, But as a season, really disappointing as a season. I know they lost Tom Travojevic for sure. Um, And I know they were fighting for the 8th. But my concern with Manly is, is that it's been a couple of years now where they've struggled and DCE is playing arguably the best footy of his career. And there was a period there where he was the best seven in the game this year. And they still were struggling to, to get into that eight. And then I look at some of the recruits and I do think Brooks is a good recruit, but outside of that, I'm just a little bit unsure on some of the other recru- recruits. But when we're just talking about this year specifically, It's definitely a disappointing... Is it a disaster? No, it's definitely not a disaster. But I do think it's a disappointing year for Manly.
2: I reckon my last three years on the trot of Manly reviews have been exactly the same. Mm. Low par, Turbo got injured. If he's fit next year, they'll be a top eight side. They're such a hard team to analyse, aren't they? Yeah.
1: I think they need to move past this if... I know you're not saying this, but... This idea of, like, if he's fit or if he's not fit, they've just got to find a way to move around it. I know he's worth a million dollars in their cap, I get it, but it's kind of like, at what point do you build a B plan?
3: It's interesting because it's not like they're a club where they don't have backup, fullback options or even class ones. Like, they started the year when he first got injured turbo or wasn't playing. K.O. Weeks went there and was a little bit underwhelming early on in his career, but then Garrick went there and Garrick, is a really, really solid player at fullback. Love what he does there. Kay Weeks got an opportunity there at the end of the season and just blitzed him. Cola. Co- Cola. What did I say? Kay Weeks. K-O- Week. Sorry, Cola. Uh, albeit against weak opposition who sort of thrown in the towel a little bit by that stage of the season. But like, it's not like it's be all and end all if Tommy's injured in terms of at fullback. They have options. so... I, I, I think as well, the, the one thing that like, I'm
1: fully on board, they. Probably make eight with Tommy Trebovich for sure, but this season he played all the way till round eleven or twelve. Correct?
3: Mm. it was about round twelve, I reckon.
1: So round twelve, they were still sitting eleventh. Mm. And so, this idea that yeah, you know, oh, it was just because of Tom Trebovich. Now. As I said, to be really clear, if Tontrawivic plays the whole season, I do think they're fighting for the 8th spot. But at the end of the day, when he got injured, they were sitting as as low Round 15 as fifteen.
2: He played to remember he blew the Dolphins away that night. we in Canberra.
1: The Dolphins. Oh yeah, to get him. Yep. So so but by, by after the week after they played Para. Oh yeah, and they were twelfth. Yeah. So that's my concern with Manly is that even when Tommy was playing, they were still not in the eight. And I just think that that's what makes this a really disappointing year. Now, look, if they were sitting 5th, 6th or 7th, like, or 5th or 6th, and then Tommy gets injured and they go, boom, straight down to 12th or whatever, that's when I could be like, yeah, yeah, for sure, like, Tommy. But I just, even with Tommy in the side, they weren't taking it, they weren't looking like a, a top-tier side, which, which they should. With Tom Trevojevic in that side, with Jake Ola Olikowatu, DCE, they should be a top-tier side.
2: It was honestly almost frustrating watching them in the last two weeks. Mm. Oh. Because, you know, it was such entertaining footy. They look so hard to handle. You're playing against the bottom sides. And you just sat there and went,
1: where so, was this? Uh, yeah, but you just like, so? So, like, yeah. Yeah, okay. We know that you can bash the bottom sides. Yeah. Like, it's – um, look, if, if I'm going to defend Manly, the, the games before that was Sydney, Roosters, Penrith – Warriors, so those three teams. You know Sydney just hit their run. Um, Penrith they only lost by 12 points, so say that's probably about where they. You know that's a good loss. And then Warriors, really controversial call. But again, I, I feel that like I'm kind of in your camp, Guru. It's like kind of like so what? Like mm. h- how much how much leeway do we have to give before we go? just not good enough unfortunately like you come out and absolutely spank the t- uh, Bulldogs and then spank the Tigers it's like well you know unfortunately for a few years now they've kind of had the, the tag of being a team that beats teams below them by a lot and then struggles against teams above them
3: I believe the term is flat track bullies can well be. I didn't want to
1: say it also known as downhill skiers downhill oh wow I was trying to be cute
3: I, I was just I, look, I didn't say it. They're your words. I was, just, <laughs> I was just helping you out, mate.
1: I was trying to do it in a polite way, Timmy. <laughs> You're so mean to Manly. I was trying to politely say that they. But isn't it just so frustrating? Like, like, and I agree with everything you
2: both just said. You know, they had a draw against Newcastle during the season. Let's say they win that game,
1: they're one win out of the eight. Mm. But again, that's like, how many things do we have to go? Oh yeah,
2: you know that's. Oh that's, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You but go. Once again I looked at them Throughout the year And I was not impressed with them In the last ten weeks At any point Except the last two weeks And I go fuck we weren't that far off again Yeah But they're just They always do well enough To not be criticised too heavily Yeah But they never achieve Where they should
1: Yeah for sure Especially with a guy like this Here leading yeah. around the park
2: And it was exactly the same As that year that they blew it away Turbo broke all these records It was incredible They got to the finals Against the got best team Didn't fire a shot But they did well enough Against the other teams Yeah you couldn't What could you say mm. Just, your name was Ryan Girdler,
1: <laughs> I just think though, like DCE plays so well that he hides a lot of their criticism. Because yeah. if he started playing poorly, it would be a poor on. Like let's say they finished twelfth and DCE struggled, I feel like then it would be mm. like poor on Manly. But when you see DC play, DCE plays so well, it's like oh, like you know, there's something to like here. There's there's something to move. That's going forward with
3: this club. But DCE had. An incredible year. So good. And, like, it's frustrating. And, like, I don't have a soft spot for Manly as such, but I I like a lot of their players. And I love seeing them when they are fully fit and firing. They're such a good team to watch. Mm. And DCE, one of the best halfbacks in the game, and then Tommy Chaboyevich when he's fit and firing, them two in the same team at full fitness, oh, they...
1: Yeah, doesn't get much they better. They promise
3: so much, but we just haven't seen anything near. Like, Tommy's last uh, five seasons played 11 games, 7 games, 15, 7 games, 12 games.
2: I was, yeah. What about, yeah, like I, I just said then, you know, this manly side, like they always just do enough not to criticise over a period of time. Since twenty six, so 2016, and I'll just take DCA's numbers, he's the main guy there. 2016, they won 36% of their games. The next year, 56. The next year, 29. The next year, 61. The next year, 35. The next year, 64. The next year, 31. This year, 50. So it just goes 30% to a pass mark, 30% yeah. to a pass mm. mark, 30% pass mark, and
1: it just keeps happening. And that's what I mean with, like, DCE, when you look at the results of the club, there probably should be a little bit more pressure on him. But because he plays so freaking well... You can't, you can't really, like, how could any sane person be like, DC needs to be better?
3: <laughs> Especially when you go, oh, this side that's, you know, according to all the pundits out there, ourselves included, that they lean so heavily on Tom Trevojevic, and he hasn't been there half the time, and Chez still does it, and Turbo's taken up a million bucks worth of the cap, plays half the games at best each season. Mm. Chez just simply, going, well, fire, I can't do this all on my own.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I do think DC's club career is a really interesting Look at So interesting Because when you go How much times has he really Fired a shot since two thousand well, Like if if you
2: look at his whole career And you write down all of his achievements They're really impressive But they all happen in the first Three years of his career
1: And then you look at his club Since 2013 pretty much Or 15 or 14 Whatever His his performances have been amazing Mm, And then you watch him go to origin And you go far out He plays so well That people say that he should be The Australian half over Cleary Well you can compare it very similar to Ben Hunt, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, is he just unfortunately at a club that can't seem to get the right stock around him, or does he need to change part of his game that maybe he steps back a little bit, but they get more wins? You don't know. like what the answer well, is. That. is it? You
2: know, would he? You know, you look at that Queensland side. You know, a lot of good players around there. Is it? You know, is there a million bucks in turbo that maybe Manly could spend elsewhere? It's tough. Like, no one wants to talk about it. And, you know, if I was Manly, would I let Turbo go?
1: Fuck no. Just in case. <laughs> it's um, Look, I love Tommy. I love him as a player. And he's an absolute legend of a bloke. But this is a business at the end of the day. Yep. And it has to be discussed. It has to be discussed of at what point do you – obviously, he's contracted. You should always honour that. But at what point do you start building plans around the fact that
3: he, he does struggle to stay on the field for a whole season. Well, right. If he has another season anyone next season, God, I hope it doesn't happen, but he plays eight or nine games and that's outside of that 2020 COVID-impacted season, you know, he, he's not even looked like finishing a season. That's what, like, if it happens again next year, there's going to be a huge... Well, I reckon stakes. we'll say
2: the same. If it happens again, I reckon
1: we'll say the same thing
2: next year. So if good. it happens one more year... Yeah, he's so how good. Many, like, yeah. How old is he?
1: Like you've got to argue with the best player in rugby league sitting 26. there. You get like? I personally, and I, I said it definitely at the start of this show, I might have even said it as far back as two years ago, put him at centre. Mm. I know he tore his pec and that's what held him out at centre. But if you put him at centre, you're reducing the likelihood of him doing these soft tissue injuries because he's not having to run as many Ks. He's not having to hit top speed as much. Just get some games and just try and keep him on the field for a bit. And then once he gets that where you feel like, yep, confident, good to go, boom, straight back to fullback. You've got guys like Cooler. Give him a whole preseason mm. at fullback. See what he does. Like we saw what he did towards the back end of the season, Cola. Like it was genuinely electric. I'll
2: tell you what, if we get to round six next year and Kohler's having eight touches of the football in the game, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. lose
1: my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I genuinely believe you put Tommy at center and you just <clears> ease him into it and you just you go, mate. At center, we're just trying to keep you on the field for now. Once you feel confident and your body's good to go, we'll chuck you straight back to fullback and never look back.
3: And I'm with you, 100% Kemp. Yo, I'd do the same at least for the first part of the season. But then even this year, like he actually got through games at fullback. He's at center in origin, does his peck, making a tackle, in the run he's like, oh.
1: It, it's yeah, it's a oh, bad bugger. timing. But the more I I I'm more looking at it from a bird's eye view of his whole career rather than yeah. You know, when you look at the history of all the injuries that have happened at fullback, right. you
2: just hammy, go. Hammy, hammy. Oh, I know you had some pretty disappointing moments this week, but
1: geez, when Turbo got injured
2: in origin. Oh. Yeah. I was an absolute you shell of a man. You know what's
1: crazy in that first game? Is I thought he had a quiet game watching the game. Mm. I just thought, yeah, pretty quiet game from Tommy. I don't know if he's like up to it. Like I think that he's still trying to find his body again. And then I looked at the stats. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. He killed it. He absolutely killed it. Could you get his stats up, please, for that game one? Like, he was outstanding. So that's how good he is, is that he can have a good game, but because it's not great, we go... Um, anyway, other players, I think, uh, I think that Saab had an outstanding year. I think Kula has really shown that I agree with you. They, they must go, okay, let's hope that Tom Dravojevic goes the whole season. But we have this other weapon here. Is he Tom Dravojevic? No. Can he break the line and get us points? Absolutely. Let's try to build some game plans around Cooler. because if Tommy does or doesn't work out, we can always fall back on the fastest frigging player in the game, arguably. Him or Saab. And that's how we get points. That's how we break games open. I really think he's unearthed himself.
3: Uh, he only played sixty eight minutes because he got H.I. remember, but he made 137 metres from centre, two tackle breaks and 14 tackles. In Origin, it's a great knock. And like, if you put Kohler at fullback and he does again, the, don't get expectations too high because of the opposition of those last two games yeah. and where the, where it was it <clears throat> in the season. But if you start him at fullback and he gets anything close to that, and he's one of the better fullbacks in the NRL, which he could be, mm. and Tommy's playing center, Tommy can do his roaming center role. Yeah. If Kohler's gone that good, and all of a sudden, hopefully you've got to fit and firing Tommy, and you've to got a side. backup plan.
1: You yeah. know, if Tommy, if Tommy gets injured from centre, mm. you can replace that yeah. much more easily in the game plan. You know, so that, that's exciting for me. Um, but look, I mean, I think we all agree we want Tommy on the field as many games as possible for as long as possible. It would be one of the most heartbreaking rugby league stories there is if he can't get back on the field because it is not hyperbolic to say a fit Tom Travojevic for, I don't know, a 10-year career could genuinely be the greatest player of all time. Yeah. Like that's not hyperbolic. Definitely. Yep. Um, and so to be robbed of that for him personally, but also as a game, to be robbed of greatness like that, that would be devastating. Um, we've already spoken about DCE, incredible year. Uh, Olukawa to a little bit patchy, but I do think that he. So I think in yesteryear, or like not yesteryear, but like last year, year before, he would have these really good games and then he would drop down and be really quiet. I think he's really. Um, shortening the gap between his really good games and his lower mm. games. I think that very rarely did I see him play this year and I said, oh, that's probably a, a 6 out of 10 game from Olakowatu. I saw some 9 out of 10 games. I saw a few 8 out of 10s and some 7 out of 10 games. And I think that he's slowly building towards a minimum 8 out of 10 games. I thought it was a, overall a good season from Olakowatu.
2: Yeah, I thought it was too. I I found it a little bit frustrating that Olakowatu started the season really well as soon as he got into the Origin conversations, mm. I thought that was his worst two month period of the entire yeah. season. He faded a little bit for me during that period. And maybe that, you know, it's obviously,
1: you know,
2: pressure and eyeballs that he hasn't experienced before. So I'm sure he'll take a lot from it. But that was my, like, I, I remember leading into Origin. It was One of
1: the injuries, man. You never know. Yeah, like quite possible.
2: And you know what? That would make complete sense. Because yeah. so. I remember as we're heading, we were six weeks away from Origin going to Juice Hudson Young and Ola Kuwaitu. Well, Ola was really a lot. Hudson lock. Young, but I, I was going yeah. Ola Yeah, same. And so then within four weeks yeah. I went, no, it has to be Hudson.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, he was he was a pass mark for me this year. And that mm-hmm. sounds ridiculous because he was in the Players Association team of the year in the back row. But the my I, my expectations for him are so high. Yeah. I want him game one next year to be the starting blues edge back rower. Whoa. Because because he can be. And and that's it, that's his ceiling. Yeah. And I want to see him hit it. So anything less. As I said, he had every chance this season to be that man. Mm. And it didn't happen. Uh, that's not saying he had a poor season because he absolutely did not. He yeah. scored a ton of tries, had linebacks, tries, whatever. But he's also running off Daly Evans, who mm. you'd argue there's not another halfback in the NRL you'd want to be running off. So he's had every opportunity given. And I thought it was a good season. But I said I want to see him to be the Blues back row next year.
1: Yeah, I, I, I just, for some reason, I look at him and go... If he just gets a fair crack in origin, I just think he's origin-made. I really do. Maybe defensively, I'm unsure of how he would handle that because it's so high pace. but I just think in attack, oh. Well,
2: that, 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 that was the worry.
1: In the four weeks leading up to origin selection, his, his defence for that period fell off a bit of a cliff. Yeah, sometimes – and you never know, but sometimes that can be like he might have an AC injury and then you lose your yep. confidence. And-,
3: and he's an 80-minute back rower. You know, no reason why he can't be an 80-minute back rower for the Blues, but – We've got options there. We've got middles who can sit on the edge for 15, 20 if you play 60 minutes. If he does need a bit of a spell because of the intensity of the game. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Isn't he just
2: one of our, I would imagine, can isn't he one of our few guys that we can pick that as a queen's said, you'd go, oh, fuck.
1: I do not want him oh, 100%. There. Yeah. I mean, I think it's partly why he got picked in that Players Association yeah. team. I think it's a big part, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of teams go, fuck that.
2: Well, <laughs> think about the amount of, like, those players didn't pick Fafida, but they picked Ola
1: Crazy. Yeah. It's actually insane. Actually insane. Um, which shows you how tough he must be to Mark. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited for Ola Kawatu's future. Still only 24 years old. Didn't really st- play rugby league that much growing up. Was more of a basketball player, if I understand correctly. Um, as I said, Saab I thought was outstanding. I really thought Saab matured this year. Like I thought they got through some really of the tough stuff. And we have to remember he did his ACL. So for him to come mm. back like that... It shows a mental toughness that I think at the start of his career, that was the question with Saab. Had all the gifts, had all the – but did he want to be there? Did he really want to be, you know, everything he could be? And I think he answered a lot of those questions this year. I really do. Like some of his games, because he didn't score the 1,000 tries, you know, like he did outside Tommy, it's not going to get appreciated. But some of his games and the tries that he scored and also some of the tough carries he's – like people are forgetting – when he first came to Manly, under the high ball, he like struggled massively because he just would lose concentration. He was safe as houses this year.
3: He really was. Aside from one or two errors or whatever, he was I so saw I really like Saab's season. It's hard for Saab because he'll forever yeah. be matched up against those twenty twenty one stats. So oh, why can't he hit these heights again? Well, no one in the game probably ever will because of the way the rules yeah. were in that one off season. Yeah.
2: Stats wise for outside backs that season. Yeah, never again.
3: It and should just it, be ignored. You know yeah. what else is incredible? In that season, 2021? Yeah. Yeah, 2021. He scored 26 tries. He averaged 116 metres per game. Think about how many runaway tries he had yeah. off the back of Tommy that season. He averaged 123 metres this season. Yeah. I really think he's maturing as a player. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, we have to speak about
1: it. We won't speak about it that long. The big – it's honestly – it's almost – it's not nowhere near as big as the Tom Travoyevich question – But the future of the club, there is a big question with Shuster because he's on such a big wicket um, and he's signed until 27, I think. It's just he has to come out and just – he doesn't have to come out and kill it. He doesn't have to set the world alight. Yeah, 27. 27. He just has to come out and just rip and tear week in, week out because he's so good that everything else will take care of itself. But it's a big question for Manly. Yeah, if he
2: just plays tough and has a crack, the rest will follow. The rest comes easy to him. It's always come easy to yeah. him. But am I confident it's going to happen? I can't say I am.
1: Which I kills really me. hope it does, well, man. So do I? But yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. When you when you're reportedly on, you know, let's just let's go really conservative and say he's on seven hundred k a year, six fifty seven. Mm. That's a massive wicket for a back rower, yeah. especially when Olakotu just signed a six year deal or something on eight hundred k. And it's almost like mainly repeating history, where they just pour this money into like two or three huge players, and it smashes the rest of their team. Because right now they've got essentially all their money in DCE, Jake Javorovic, Tom Javorovic, Schuster, Olakawatu, and like when you compare that to say the Storm system, where they go all our money is in Cronk, Slater, um, Smith, you go yeah I get that, mm. I get that, but when you've got all your money in you know these guys that. You know Oluquatu deservedly, I think he is worth a seven hundred to eight hundred k a year. I, d- I think that's a good thing, but a guy like Schuster, who is still un you know proven, it's just a big question for the he, club. He
3: re-signed on a three-year extension worth eight hundred k a season, reportedly. That's Fox Sports. That's Sydney Morning Herald. Eight
1: hundred k. I just wanted to be conservative, like to, yeah. to, to prove the point of like yeah. even if it is seven hundred k, it's still a massive wicket
3: just such a gamble and you know what this is even on josh schuster he didn't say 800 i'm signing for nothing less it's a club the club have done it and so just being critical of the club for doing 100 percent. josh Shuster's gone but yeah they'll take 800 a season absolutely and you know what
1: when we spoke about we've spoken about quite a lot today is it the best environment is the club doing the best by the player to get the best out of him now with schuster are they doing the best by him by giving him an 800K contract while he's struggling to get on the field fitness-wise?
3: I don't think they're doing the best by him. It's point. not only fitness, mate. It's, like it's, it's ability as well. Can you imagine going into round one next year and you go, geez, we hope Tommy Turbo's on the field and he's had so many injuries and this and that. Our starting fullback and then our, who was a 5'8 this year, now back on 800K season. He might not get picked for first grade if he mm. doesn't turn up to preseason and have a crack.
1: And I just think with that big contract, it's rewarding. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not a good It's not a positive reward For Schuster He should, he should was already <laughs> contracted For next year I'm pretty sure So it's like I just don't even think It's best for his development To be signing mm. Such big contracts oh. Is he set now? Set Well like, yeah And he's you know To
2: me Reading the writing on the wall We're all assuming He, he has to play back row right? Yeah <laughs> Mate I mean like sure. It was only a year ago We were sitting here Because you know His management or whatever Said you know He had to play 5-8 mm. So like is he Staying there on a big wicket Playing out of position, in his opinion,
1: there's a lot to take in here. There's a lot. There's a lot that doesn't make sense, if I'm being honest. And you know,
2: like once again, this time next year, we're going fuck. How good's this? Josh Schuster's pulled out of Samoa. He's going to concentrate on club form. Mm. He's going to come back a million next year.
3: Yeah. This, this this side next year, if the stars align and they've got Tom Treboi sitting fire at fullback with how Kola roaming around as a centre As one of the best strike centres in the competition. They have Luke Brooks who comes in who's, you know, not delivered at the Tigers, but he gets his chance in a star started side with, this, yeah. with DCE to, to run the show. And he can just focus on all the other little aspects of his game. Josh Schuster on 800K a season. Seems like massive overs, but man, they've put their faith in him. We've seen what he can do. If he delivers. If, if he hits oh, his yeah. straps and your two back rows are Ola Kuatu and Josh Oof. Schuster, Stop it's it. such a serious football side. Yeah. Now, I know there's lots of ifs and buts there. I'm not naive, yeah. but... It could be something special. Mate, a back row pairing of
1: Schuster and Olakwato playing their best mm. footy is the back, is the best back row pairing in the comp. Can I add on top of
2: that? I thought Pesekha and Sipley had their best season yeah. yet this year. Yeah. Finally, finally, I love Lockie Croker, but Gordon Chan kumtong is going to make a huge difference to this side as well.
1: Yeah, because the good thing it actually, I actually think, I actually think it's going to help Croker. It's going to help Croker. Because what he can do is almost just do his role, which is great service, 40 20s here and there, get through the tough stuff, and then he can go on the bench, relax, whilst, um, how was it CKM? What's the initial? CKT. Story? CKT? CKT. But isn't G-K-T. it Fuller? GCKT? GCKT. <laughs> GCKT comes on, explodes through the middle for 20 to 30 minutes or whatever, and then Krogan can come back on and be super aggressive in defense. Almost like Mitch Kenny to a degree. I know Mitch Kenny eventually started playing 80, but there was a period there obviously last year where Appy would come on and do his job and then Kenny would come back. Um, It also opens up for Manly if they want to keep Croker on the field to play in the forwards and be a really good defensive forward. Uh, Oh yeah, I love it. I think it's going to be good for him. Um, I thought Sipley was outstanding again. Uh, There was one other player that I was going to say to end on a good note and I freaking forgot. Sipley's end of the season was out of this world and Paseka until he got injured... He was
2: killing it as well. He, he didn't get enough attention this year, Paseca. I think because he's so big, you sort of go, oh, that's what he should be doing. But yeah. fuck, it's, hard. it's still hard in the NRL. Like, when you're that big, blokes go at you and they yeah. target you. I thought he was
0: great. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm trying to... Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Let us all oh. you a campy. What are you looking in, for? In their defence, in their defence, um,
1: they did lose a lot of front rowers towards Heaps. the end of the year, yep. so that that did hurt a little bit.
2: Well, Matt Lodge arrived and essentially did an ACL, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, far out.
1: Um, but yeah, the, the, if Schuster and Olakuatu can be as their potential, I honestly reckon that's the best back row pairing, not individually, pairing mm. in the comp. As Tim just said,
2: if everything goes right,
3: this team is a powerhouse.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, like the, I've got everything they need. Yeah. It's all there. It's just about putting it together.
3: Seabolt's big test. There's teams where you say if everything goes right, oh, they'll give finals a push. And Manly said, no, well, if everything goes right, they'll give the premiership a yeah. push.
1: Absolutely, I agree. If if everything goes the way Seabolt hopes does, Tom stays on the field, Cooler in one centre, Saab on the edge there, then you've got that back row. Oh, mate, if Schuster can find that form of first year in the back row, stop it. I don't know if I just miss this, but NRL have. Matt Lodge As a 2024 loss Loss Yeah because I think that he They said they're going to Re-sign him But I don't even think He's going to play the whole year Because he's it's A nine month injury So I'd, I'd assume that He's probably Going to be signed For the the, year, the next year Right Maybe How old's Matt Lodge now Maddie? Have you got it there? I think he's, he's like 27, Is he really? Is that it? Nah he's like I thought he was older than me I
3: thought he's like really? 28, 28 28 twenty eight. Wow. Twenty Younger Yeah oh,
0: um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum. Think again, meet Yuffie X 10 pro Omni robot vacuum with AI powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five best of CES awards and digital trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums. that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's EUFY.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class, all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.
1: Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA-approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you.